Welcome to Good Times with Alex and Ryan. This is what I want to do. I want to start off. I want to. I want to have five seconds of silence <laughs> when we start this show right now because we're in dire times, Ryan. There was a, a semi tractor trailer truck leaving Dallas, Texas today, and the damn thing flipped over and caught on fire. And guess what it had in the back of the truck, Ryan? Guess what it had in it? Toilet paper. Had toilet paper in it, Ryan. Oh. And it's all gone. Oh. It's all gone. It's like uh, Home Alone when Buzz oh. eats the last piece of the freaking cheese pizza. No. Barf it up, Ryan, because it's gone. <laughs> it ain't coming back. Okay? Oh. See you later. It's the Sopranos. It's over. Find a new show. Bye bye. Dude, that's that's, that's sad. That bitch. <laughs> I can't, I'm having a harder time finding toilet paper right now i know it's not a problem that's unique to me it's uh everybody's having that issue but i mean when you think of how scarce it is right now and literally trucks are flipping over and burning <laughs> with, with with the toilet paper that was hopefully coming towards maybe oregon possibly because now it's not so see ya Dude, oh man at least something good happened today though ryan i saw another news story today there was this guy and he was trying to kidnap three kids like a nine-year-old, a two-year-old, and a one-year-old, and Pretty this sixteen-year dude, this sixteen-year-old high school wrestler saw what was going on and grabbed this son of a bitch, flipped him on his back, and then put him in a chokehold. Yes, yes, good. And held him down until the police came. This happened wow. like two, three days ago. He must have heard the podcast about your brother. Yeah, well, yeah, my brother. <laughs> yeah, if the audience doesn't know. My brother was in a grocery store one time and a guy got a bucket of chicken and didn't pay for it and started sprinting through the grocery store. And my brother chased him down, tackled him and held him until the cops came. And my dad watched while he ate a drumstick himself in the parking lot and just did nothing. <laughs> then the cops were like, oh, thanks a lot for tackling this chicken thief, Aaron. But next time you could probably let him go because, uh, uh, you know, he, first of all, the guy was homeless, Ryan. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll link the story above. So that, yeah. uh, but. Well, it's a crazy story. The guy was homeless, couldn't fight my brother off because he was starving. So it's not like <laughs> if you're stealing a bucket of chicken from a grocery store, you are your life is the shits. Okay. <laughs> you're in a bad situation. Just let him have the chicken and be gone. Be gone. Yeah, What's that up, is man? that is great though, dude. Did he stop that and had the guts to do it? That's that's really cool. Good news. Yeah, Some good news okay. out of this. Yeah. Yeah. So what's up, man? What's going on? Um, you heard of uh, Grant Wall? You're a sports person. What sport does he play? He he's a writer for Sports Illustrated. Grant Wall. Uh no, I haven't heard of him. I, I just read an article. Grant Wall, Sports Illustrated writer, makes three hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. So he's doing well. Yeah. Well, not now. Okay. Because, because um, everybody, all the big guys uh, at the company said, okay, we'll dock our pay so that uh, other people uh, can stay on. Well, he, he decided not to do that. So they fired him. <laughs> so, so they let him go. How long had he been writing for the magazine? I I don't know I don't know it was just it was just a piece on like how he got uh, terminated because he wouldn't dock his pay for uh, 
for the cause. Hey, man. Uh, does he get unemployment? Do you know anything about that? <laughs> didn't Did say. Didn't say. He's just like, I don't know what what's wrong. Or they just uh, fired me. And... They're like, Grant, <laughs> step into our office, please. And Grant walks in there. <laughs> They're like, first of all, Grant, you know, everybody's taking a pay, cu- a pay cut around here because, you know, we want to keep the lights on. And he's like, and well, second- not me. <laughs> yeah. And second of all, Grant, you know, we are a sports publication. And there are no sports going on right <laughs> yeah, that's, now. That's true. So not only do we want you to take a pay cut so everybody can stay, but you're not really <laughs> contributing anything because there's nothing going on for you to write about, Grant. So <laughs> you're going to have to take a pay cut, bud. And Grant's like, nah, that doesn't work for me, pal. <laughs> and then the guy who, whoever the hell runs Sports Illustrated is like, well, all right, we'll see you later, Grant. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know how we're going to replace you because, you know, you haven't written a story in two months. <laughs> There's nothing going on. You know, but but the article was very pro um, Sports Illustrated for firing him and stuff. I I kind of feel a little bit for Grant because it, it would kind of suck if it's like, it was like, well, I everybody's like taking a pay cut and then you're just, but it's like, well, I, I can I mean, kind of see where he's coming from. I, I kind of totally disagree with you. I think Grant kind of... <laughs> <laughs> did the wrong thing there, and he wasn't a very good human being. And Grant got what was coming to him. So, what, what's what's the deal here? What, what's up, Mister uh, Capitalist over here? What, what's the matter with you? I'm not always like that. I just just in that situation. I've been in situations where, um, you know, it's like, oh, everybody should donate the fund. And we're looking at you, Ryan. You are a terrible person. It's like, no, <laughs> I just don't agree with the cause. Well, no, you know, I mean, if you don't, it's not, it's not the same situation though, because this is like, <laughs> not really like a cause, like, hey, we're trying to like help a certain type of group or whatever. Because right now, Ryan, I don't know if you're aware right now, uh, the group is kind of just everybody worldwide uh, <laughs> familiar with what's going on. There's a virus going around, Ryan. Um, it's making people sick and killing them. I, are Have you read the newspaper? Are you aware of what's going on? <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I can see a little bit of his point. I'm not saying I'm taking full, full grant right here. I'm not going full grant. I'm saying maybe, maybe 10% grant. Wait a minute. Okay. So you have been reading about (laughs) psychopaths. You sympathize with the guy who didn't want to take a pay cut during a global pandemic. And your favorite movie character of all time is the villain Khan from Star Trek. (laughs) Just say yes or no. Am I right? Yes or no? Tell me the truth. Yes. Yeah, on all three things. I'm starting to (laughs) reevaluate and kind of look at you in a different light here, pal. You're starting to reevaluate our friendship. (laughs) Well, I'm just, you know, you're starting to go down a road that I'm not sure I want to hold. (laughs) Hmm. Kidnapping people when we were younger. Dude, I saw your picture. Hey, I. You were, Another thing, look, psychopaths are good liars. I cannot lie. Well, no, no you're, you're fully exonerated then. <laughs> you're the type of guy that does something, and then, like, someone will walk into the room, and then they'll, they'll, they'll notice I start, I start laughing. And you'll just be beat red laughing. Yeah. <laughs> like, huh? Does anybody want any cookies? Porky Romano. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I just remember the commercial. I tried to watch the movie, and it was terrible. Yeah, that was one of, like, that and the ladies' man. 
SNL had some shitters, man. They had some terrible movies. That came I out. I really like Night of the Roxbury. That was that, one of my oh, favorites. That was good. I, that movie was really good. Uh, <laughs> I enjoyed that movie. If it that's one of those movies that if it's on, and I don't care where where <laughs> it be, I could be thirty minutes just stepping into the movie. I'll finish it. I like that movie a lot. It's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> that is a good movie. I'm glad I, I'm glad the conversation turned that way. <laughs> I turn, turn it a little dark, dark for you. <laughs> no, seriously. The first time I saw Wayne's World, I was like nine. And it was one of uh, SNL besides the Blues Brothers. It was like one of their first really successful full-length movies. That movie, we quoted Wayne's World from from 1992 until now. <laughs> like, we still quote that movie. I I have never seen it. I wasn't allowed to see it. I was like in second grade and what? it was, yeah, no, it was too much for my family. So I did not see the movie, even though people okay. were quoting it and going, where's world. I'm like, I, I had no idea what they were talking about. What did you do wrong that your parents, like, how, why were you being punished? What was I, going I, on? <laughs> <laughs> we, we could go there another time, but I wasn't being punished <laughs> at that time. It was just You're like, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan, we're, you did something bad because you're acting like the kid from The Omen. You're showing psychopathic tendencies. <laughs> your punishment, you're not going to be able to play with your wiffle ball machine. You're not going to be able to watch Wayne's World. And we're going to give you some big block Lego pieces. And that's that's what you're getting. That's all you're playing with. That was like one be of my nice biggest. Be I'm... nice to your sister, Tara. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. Tara Sprague, MD. <laughs> oh, Maybe coming up. Yeah, hey, Tara, I haven't seen you in about uh, what, what's it been now? I'm not really good at math. You're going to be a doctor, so maybe you can help me with this. <laughs> um, I was 18 when I saw you last. I'm 36, so it's been 18 years. Hi, Tara. <laughs> Hope you're doing well. Hopefully, my parents listen to all this and they can show it to her. <laughs> what's up? What's up, Bob? Bob Sprig. <laughs> Camp. All right. Uh, another news. <laughs> other than my family <laughs> moving on bernie sanders the dropped out he I dropped out uh babylon b reported that bernie the sanders <laughs> that bernie sanders tested negative for president <laughs> That was actually his second negative test, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was, wasn't yeah. it? Dude, dude I, um, when he first ran for her primary, like, this is the, the first time I ever kind of voted left. I voted for Bernie. And then, and then when he lost, I just didn't vote. <laughs> yeah, I voted for Hillary in 2016 just because – you know, I lean that way, but on top of that, if I didn't, my grandfather's ghost would come back. And <laughs> so, like, I'm my ass for years. Like, because I like, I like the universal health coverage and all that stuff. I and but uh, I generally, I'm independent, but generally lean right. But for hit, but universal health coverage, I just think it's just for humanity's sake, because it's just too much. But anyways, before we, let's not get into politics. <laughs> Dangerous, danger, danger, <laughs> danger! Will Robinson, don't go there. 
you're the one who steered it in that direction. Right. <laughs> Wait, so Ryan, you start the politics conversation. You say what you think. <laughs> Right? And then I'm about to say what I think, and then you say, no, we're moving to another topic. Okay, granted. You son of a bitch. <laughs> granted. Do you know how loud he is right now? I can't hear because I got these things on. Diana, does he ever start? kids, like, trying to get rid of bed. I'm getting my Easter stuff ready, and then there's just this laughter echoing through the apartment. Rub some oil on his head right now. Do no, don't do that. I could still spill it from the last time. Calm him down. Rub oil all over his face. <laughs> Oh, she can't hey, hear Diana, you. hold on a second. What is, uh, Nicole's watching right now. What is a good blend uh, to help me sleep? What would be a good blend? Uh, well, there's Stress Away. I'm trying to think Young Living, because that's what she does. Yeah. And lavender. Um, see, I really go with my supplements for sleep, because they didn't okay. help me. But I do... I like smelling. I do put it by the bed sometimes, but stress away is a good one. Sleep. Okay. Then we do blends, and I told her about there that she could mimic. There's one called Calm the Child, and I really like it. Okay. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. But All right, well, yeah. you also got to look at, like, your gut health, and magnesium is fantastic. Those, too. Okay. Okay. But, Thank you. Um, <laughs> not staying up late talking to Ryan probably would help <laughs> you know? Ray, does, does ryan ever start conversations with you give his opinion and then when it's time for you to give your opinion he moves the conversation <laughs> to a different topic that's just what happened right no. now that okay. just happened. <laughs> i was just no. like i was just like i said i'll do a new topic and then i start talking like bernie sanders and like and then after i give my opinion alex tries to say something I'm like well that's politics i guess we're done with that because that's a little dangerous Okay. Yeah, I'm just like, uh. <laughs> so this is more what happens is I'm talking and I see this look on his face and I know he wants to say something that's not related at all to anything I've been saying. And I have no clue what it's going to be because I've been married uh, 13 years. I still have no clue what it's going to be. I just know he's trying to see if it's going to be okay for him to say it without getting like in trouble. <laughs> He's still trying to read the room with you. He's like, I don't know. Well, and then there's sometimes he's like, well, I don't really care if she gets mad right now anyway. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> but he's just uh, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes, we're still Ryan, working on that. Ryan, she's got like thousands upon thousands of views. But look, look at him. He's on his phone right now. No, I'm looking do to you, see what it looks like live. Like, you, so like we have no one watching us so right now. This, so there we go. You're not one person watching? No. This is what happens I'm as trying, soon as I talk. <laughs> I'm trying to log in. Uh-huh, honey. I'm listening. <laughs> Keep the romance going, Ryan. You're just doing a great job. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Nicole always is like, you're not present. Be more present. And I'm like, for the love of God, I'm physically <laughs> right next to you. We're watching New Girl for the third straight time. <laughs> and by time, I mean the whole show. Back, Whoa. back, back. New Girl. Oh, what yeah? Guess what Ryan just watched with me? What? Pride and Prejudice. Oh, no. my goodness. Ryan. No, did not. And he liked it. Nope. Ryan. No. Oh, even better. When we were dating, I don't like chick flicks, Diana. Guess what his favorite movie at the time was? What? No, it was not my favorite movie. He uh -huh. 
Forrest Gump has always been the Notebook. No, I kind of liked it. You know what? I I respect him for that. I like the Notebook when he builds that house for her, <laughs> and he's like, "I wrote you a letter every day." For <laughs> and he, she's like, mad, "He's like mad at her," and then he's like. It, it was never over. It's still not over. And then he's like, just jacked. It looks basically just like me with my shirt off. Uh, and I, I'm seeing it. He's just covered in essential oils. She can't resist him. His own natural essential oils. It just <laughs> oozes from Ryan Gosling's body. Uh, she couldn't resist him. So she had a couple romantic nights with uh, Ryan. And then meanwhile, Cyclops, James Marsden, uh, he was Cyclops in X-Men. Uh, oh, yeah. out about their romantic rendezvous and he shows up in his three-piece suit from 1937 and he is pissed <laughs> all this stuff's heating up right ryan sprague cue to the future ryan's on his phone <laughs> going over the prices of stocks why not hey ryan do you remember when we played poker at your grandpa's house the last two people in the poker game were me and clayton <laughs> And yeah. it got down to the last two, and like I think the pot was at like eighty bucks. But we had been playing till like six o'clock in the morning, and your yeah, grandpa yeah. went to bed and got up in the time that we were playing. So Clayton <laughs> and I were like, "Screw it, we're each getting forty bucks, we're getting out of here." <laughs> yeah, I remember your... is when they go to breakfast. Yeah, no, his grandpa was getting up, like making coffee and stuff. <laughs> he went to bed and then got up in the time that we played this game. <laughs> but, but talking about the grandparents so college is when I meet him right like our end of senior year like I kind of knew him but and so I was hanging out with him and he's like yeah my grandparents came in town and did my laundry <laughs> and I'm like what? I got to spend time with them we hung out the whole time they didn't just come and do my laundry we just we went to the laundromat and ate and it's not like here bye <laughs> <laughs> Diana, he used to um his grandma would like pull him out from whatever job we were doing, bring him in, wet her like little cloth and wipe Ryan's face off, and then <laughs> get him a couple donuts, right? Because she always had a box of donuts. And then she would take the petty cash uh register from the front of the glass shop and then she'd stick a couple twenties in Ryan's lapel. That's not true at all. That's Brian, theft. I hundred percent believe it. <laughs> Brian, let me wipe that face of yours off. Take it Claire here, honey. And then I'm gonna stick a couple Franklins and Jacksons in your pocket, <laughs> Brian. Now don't forget to leave your bag of dirty laundry over here so I can come home and wash it with love. And man, when she would fold clothes, uh, she is good. Yeah. His grandma was like always really nice to me. She and was she like really nice. And she, is a, she loved to cook. So Ariel's favorite moment, memory of her, is she was watching TV and grandma brings her over this tray for breakfast with like the works, <laughs> like the eggs, the bacon, the toast, and like she, a cute little cup and flowers. I don't know. And Ariel was just like. So she was raised Southern, my grandma oh, yeah. in Tennessee. That's <laughs> she did. And she made like the best grilled cheese that like you would have to diet for like 10 days to be able to eat this. And I was shocked. So my mom has a degree in nutrition from the 80s. So there was like never butter in our house. No butter. Okay. Right. So here I watched her take that Velveeta cheese, which I had never seen before either. And like, yeah. And then white bread 
which I didn't have till college, right? Sugar. Yeah. <laughs> and then she would, you know, you know, I always like, oh, you spread a little butter, you know, on the, no, she cut tab, like tabs, like, you know, thick, thick butter, and like four on each side of the bread, <laughs> and then flip it, and then put four. So it was like half butter, half mm, cheese. Delicious. It was so good. <laughs> it was really Dude. good. And your arteries are just so <laughs> after that. But we really should okay. make that. I should make one of those for Larry because the last time we were there, he's like, "Man, she knew how to make a grilled cheese." Oh man. Yeah. Layer bear. <laughs> hey, since we're talking about this, let's just get it out in the open. His grandpa fired me in my check. He wrote, listen to this. He wrote, um, we really appreciate all the hard work you've done. We love having you here. But uh, we're just going to move on in a different direction. He left a note behind my check. I got the check on Friday, cashed it, came into work Monday, got ready to go to work. I'm at work. Scotty's loading the truck. We're going on a job site. Larry comes out. He's like, what are you still doing here? I thought I got rid of your ass. Didn't you get the note? Then you check. Anyway, I check the note. I go back to the car, find the note that I was supposed to be fired with on Friday. So I actually, I had three days where I thought I was still at a job, but I didn't. So I got fired. I didn't even know I was fired. I didn't even know your grandpa fired me. Dude, the last straw at the glass shop, guys. Um, so we, <laughs> he wrote a note and didn't tell you. Yes, dude. Usually, what do you expect? <laughs> I mean, come on. He'll dude. usually do that right to people's faces, though. Yeah. Usually, no, he, now I like Larry and I liked each other, and I don't think he wanted to have that awkward conversation. That's probably what oh. it. Because usually, if he doesn't like someone, he's at the when he's like on business, which yeah. I don't see very often. But I, like, it's a like he's gone. Like, oh no, he. So the last straw, I think was when um, I was cleaning out the back of the work truck and someone didn't pull the nails over and I jumped out of the truck and jumped directly on a nail and the nail went up through my foot. I had to go to the doctor. So the, so the shop paid for me to get a tetanus shot and he get checked out. Well, that happened. But the week before I was working on a putty window and I put my finger, which still has a massive scar on it, through <laughs> the window. So your grandpa had to pay for two doctor's visits in two weeks. So he's like, I love this kid. Yeah. But he he's, might die on the yeah, job. Yeah, he's super dangerous. He's he. You fired. Get into my office. You fired. Dude, Sam was like even worse. Remember, he was telling it, showing us how to throw razor blades onto the ceiling. <laughs> he should have known. But we were like, oh, that's so ridiculous. Streaming this live. None of yeah, this. No. Is Sam, your your cousin Sam or your uncle Sam? He. We I all want, have Uncle Sam. <laughs> <laughs> America. America. We went on like four or five job sites, you know, Sam and I. And every time I went on a job site with Sam, I was like, he doesn't know what he's doing. I feel uncomfortable. This is dangerous, but uh, he's in charge, so I'm just going to do whatever he does. <laughs> every time I felt uncomfortable with him, <laughs> I never once felt comfortable. <laughs> Flying by the seat of your pants, no parachute, no backup plan, no savings account. That's what life with Sam was like. <laughs> you got like a full bowl of cereal with no milk. Uh, you got peanut butter. You got no jelly. You're eating a sandwich with two heels. That's what life with your Sam was like, right? <laughs> Awful. 
awful. <laughs> real bad. But I kind of feel like you've been having that in your back pocket and like just looking for a reason <laughs> to pull that out. <laughs> Two heels for your sandwich. Oh, it was good. Tell me, great tell delivery. Me Anytime you have one heel for a sandwich, it's horrible. Can you imagine no. having two of them? Yeah, there was a TikTok today where it was like, uh, you know, because he's quarantined. It's like, oh, crap. <laughs> I got to go to the grocery store and get bread. <laughs> like, you win. <laughs> Man, go to the grocery store. Dude, going to the grocery store gives like, me anxiety. Me too. Like none other. Because I got to strap up. I got to get the cloth mask. I got to, like, get my hands, scrub a dub like I'm a doctor, uh, yeah. like your sister, Tara. Good. <laughs> uh, also, just, it's just a whole ordeal. And then you got to think about what you want to get. And you probably aren't going to get what you want because there's no flour. There's no rice. There's usually no paper products. There's no meat that you want. We've been eating a lot of stuff we wouldn't normally eat. Like, it's like, okay, well, I guess I'm having like the fifth like, best uh, I, product. Uh, I guess I'm going to go, I guess I'm going to go to the back and, uh, you know, weed it and get those dandelions to cook in my soup today. <laughs> no, okay. But here's what happened to me. Cause people are like showing pictures of like how stocked up they are. And I look at my cupboards and I have like this big freezer. I'm like, That's what it always looks like in my house. Like my cupboards really? are bursting. I'm, that's like. I don't like to have empty cupboards, so yeah. right now I have some that are half full, and that that's very empty for me. Yeah, no, I I was gonna say I'm exactly like you, Diana, because when I was younger, we grew up, we'd have periods where we had money, and then we'd have periods where we didn't have money. Yeah. So, but the ones without money were a lot more frequent. So I was always panicked that we weren't gonna have food. So when we like even today. And I think this is where a lot of my weight gain came from. This is a, this, I'm going deep here. Mm. I had moments where we didn't have food. So I think I overate in times that I had it because I didn't, I just psychologically didn't know. And to this day, we'll have covers and covers of food and I still won't feel like we have enough. So just because I don't want to go back to that. It's kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. No, my mom is the same way. She grew up, she grew up on a dairy farm in Maine where they like, wouldn't have any food in the cupboard so she always keeps very stocked and when i was talking to a counselor a few years ago about some, you know that i mentioned that she's like well why is your pantry always full <laughs> it makes me feel good like it feels yeah. like some kind of control like a level of yes. control yeah so and i get it if you can buy more time in case something like this ever happens again that's great because i i've seriously never thought this was ever going to happen this is like crazy yeah. Well, I'm also a moody eater, so I want to have everything I like on hand so, like, I can decide that day. Oh, yeah. So, carte any... blanche. Huh? Carte, or carte blanche to the cupboard. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I don't want to have a grilled cheese sandwich with a whole stick of butter today, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to have to make it and just to send a picture. That would just screw my calorie count up. I'm like at like 2,700 calories a day. That, that would, I'm just guessing because I've been counting calories pretty, you know, pretty frequently. Oh, good job. Good job. Sticks of butter mm -hmm. and like a, that much. That's probably like 400 calories for the butter, 200 for the bread. And, and then for the cheese, we're at like a thousand calories just for that. Mm. Wow. Ugh. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> no meat, 
No meat, no bacon, no vegetables, no something. <laughs> it's just butter and cheese and bread. Zero health benefit. You're getting a little bit of protein and a whole bunch of fat, which, you know, fat isn't always bad, but. If we were going to go on a hike or something, that'd be great. You just need to put some drops of essential oils on it. Ta-da! <laughs> Solve everything, my friend. I actually don't cook or drink essential oils because that's. Whatever. <laughs> I want you guys to hear this story real quick and tell me if this is normal. Nicole believes in essential oils so much that we were actually in a bad part of town the other day and we came across a guy who had just got mugged. Okay. And he had gunshots. His whole body was riddled with gunshots. Wait, this is a real story. Yeah. Yes. Wait. And over, oh, wait, this is in where at Kaiser in Eugene. You, and you live in Eugene now. Yeah, I live in Eugene. Uh, so Nicole, I said, Nicole, call 911. This guy is bleeding out. This guy's going to die, Nicole. And Nicole looked at me and she said, I got this, honey. I got this. <laughs> no. She grabbed her bag. <laughs> about no way. About 20, 21 <laughs> bottles of essential oil. Starts mixing up some sort of brew. She pours the essential oils on the bullet holes. The, the blood is pouring out of this guy. The femoral artery, artery is severed. This guy's going to die, okay? He's no way this is real. Get her in here. Dying. <laughs> Get her in. I don't believe it. All over the guy's body. She thinks he's going to be fine. Needless to say, he's dead now. <laughs> okay. He thought that this essential oil batch that she was brewing up was going to save this guy's life. Well, guess what? <laughs> it doesn't cure everything. Listen to this. One more quick story. <laughs> Terrible. One, one, more. one more. I no. I think. I think we um. We need to have two sides of this story. Hold on. <laughs> one more story, Ryan. The toilet. The, the toilet clog. The toilet clog. The other day. <laughs> Wait, do I hear yeah. Come on in. Let's hear. The, let's hear. <laughs> the toilet clog the other day. <laughs> And instead of a plunger, she just poured some essential oil in the toilet and thought it would unplug itself. <laughs> well, young living is um, a very passionate company. I try not to say cult too much. Well, yeah, because you LM. Yeah, well, I'm in Plexus, which is sort of cultish too. Okay. So. Mm -hmm. But it's more of belief. But I personally, like, I love essential oils. They're all tools. <laughs> I don't mind MLMs. It's a way for people to make money. Mm -hmm. It's just people, some people are, like, crazy. Like, <laughs> Nicole, why don't you come in here and tell us what you think? <laughs> come on in. We believe you, Nicole. <laughs> he obviously, someone did not die. I get riddled with bullet holes in Eugene, Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fact or fiction? Well, maybe maybe it, it, it would be more believable in like Oak Cliff in Dallas, Texas, or you know the Bronx. <laughs> Ryan, I don't know if the so next time we Eugene do Oregon, live, Eugene, Eugene, Oregon, they're like essential this oils too are high. Good, they're just tools. Like everything's a tool. Like yeah. exercise helps a lot. But again, if you're dying, it's not going to save you, right? Like the same thing. Like you have to do. Dying, doctor, get him to get him, a, get him on some crunches. Set up now. 
But no, so here's our, because my mom would always be like, if we said anything, she's like, oh, you just need to exercise. And then we literally found an article one time that was like, exercise helps almost everything. And she's like, see? It would be like, if you're tired, if you're bored, if you can't sleep, if you can't blah, blah, blah. Oh, you need to get some exercise. Pretty much. Exercise okay. and eating healthy. Huge. Biggest things. Well, and it's to because supplement human... that, you use plexus. <laughs> Listen, Good boy. And, and right. oils. Human beings, the reason exercise and eating healthy helps human beings better is because human beings were designed to move around and hunt animals and pick plants and go from warm spot to warm spot and travel and use their body physically. They weren't designed to stay in one spot forever and have limitless supplies of food and uh, stuff that's, that's how you become fat that's how that happens ryan we weren't designed to just be sedentary and have whatever we want that's what that's where the issues come man your body wants to hold on to fat especially back then because you didn't know when you were gonna get your next meal sucker it's different it's like now it's like wally we're just in these chairs on the computers wait oh. have you seen wally uh, is that the the robot the the Disney movie thing? He, you forget he hasn't had kids for the past decade like you. So like we're up to date with everything animated. Yeah, oh, but he's he makes all these quotes on the makes things. quotes. He can pretty much script the whole movie <laughs> no matter when he watched it. Pretty much, uh, Diana. I don't have any kids that I know of uh, right now. Do you know? Are you asking? Do you know something I don't know? Blushing. <laughs> no, I don't. No, so uh, I'm saying we've watched pretty much every animated movie that's come out in the past ten years, at least well, once. I love animated movies. Uh, I would say I've seen. Uh, well, I, we have the Disney movie. We have the Disney uh, app right now, so I've been rewatching a ton of stuff. I just watched Incredibles, Lion King, Robin Hood, Aladdin, uh, all that stuff. Robin I like Hood Disney is such a lot, classic. I love Aladdin. The the cartoon Aladdin. Aladdin. Dude, Robin Sword Williams. in the Stone. You guys like Sword in the Stone? I think that one is great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Sword in the Stone is really good. He's not as up. Oh, I like it. But that one's a bit more book nerdy-ish. I like it. Archimedes! Yeah. Get over here, Archimedes! Ryan looks like Arthur from <laughs> the Sword in the Stone a little bit. You could yeah. literally be the Sword in the Stone, but since you are a, a psychopath, you probably <laughs> wouldn't be able to <laughs> There's a fine line between genius and psychopath, and you know, and like mighty conqueror king person. Ryan's gonna be one of those guys that's like he he he's like the movie The Joker. He's like means well, tries really hard, does everything he correctly he thinks until one day someone really pisses him off and he's gonna snap. <laughs> it's just gonna be Ryan Ryan Sprague. Except Joker. he won't snap there. He'll come home. And be like, ah! do you know what they No. <laughs> is this a cry for help? Is this a cry? Is this a cry? Wink twice. <laughs> Wink twice when he's not looking. <laughs> well, Diana, tell another grilled cheese sandwich story if Ryan beats you. <laughs> Actually, it'd be true. I think I'm the only one that's ever thrown anything at him, but they were pillows. And I was Ryan. pregnant, and I think Atticus was little. And, and Ryan probably you. was looking at his phone. <laughs> no, I remember, no, the worst was when I was feeling bad and I was like pretty pregnant with Atticus, like you saw. And I was mad and I like just kicked a soccer, a soccer ball that was on the ground or something. And I fall on my butt. And he's like, 
my pregnant wife just like threw a tantrum and fell down and yeah hate Hormones. this sock remember back in the day when we could go outside <laughs> oh man i remember we used to like you know play basketball and just have so much fun out there oh okay here's one okay alex i have a yes. question for you and i just saw right. it so it's kind of deep how would you change your life if you only had 10 years left I know that I have 10 years left to live. If you knew you only had 10 years left in your life, how would you change it? Well, this is going to sound sappy and Nicole's going to love this answer, (laughs) but I would, I would get married as soon as possible. So that way we could have Sophie, our dog at our wedding. The other thing I would do is demand uh, my job at the radio station, I'd be like, all right, I'm tired of producing. I'm ready to have my own show. <laughs> and I'd probably eat a lot more sandwiches coated in butter uh, on both sides, fried with cheese. I would go to McDonald's breakfast every day. Um, what else would I do? I'd probably slap a lot more people, I think. Like if they said something <laughs> I didn't like, I'd just slap the piss out of them. Because uh, I'm going to be dead in 10 years anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Um, I think, what else would I do? I'm going to be dead in 10 years. Uh, I think I might give drinking another shot. (laughs) Just try that on again. Maybe I'm going to be dead anyway. Right. I don't know. But then you would have miserable rest of the 10 years of your life. This this started so good. (laughs) I married my love and then it ended up with, I'll be drinking and it doesn't matter. And I'll just be slapping people. And <laughs> I'll remember to stand like this far away from you, Alex. The next time. <laughs> don't say anything I don't like. I'm dead in 10 years. I'll slap you. I would dish out a lot more slappings, I think. No, what would you do differently, Ryan? Me? Um, yeah. I, I think I would um, follow my uh, dreams and aspirations more. Like, nothing sweet about me. Uh, yeah. Ryan. What? Ryan, the hopeless romantic. I go straight to the female part. Ryan goes straight to monetary part. I think I'd put more money in the monetary. I just like I'd like more follow like what I want to do, which would mean like just go all in and um, maybe like live with parents and stuff, and then till I can get it going. But I just don't like right now. I'm just kind of like working and doing it. I would rather do it full time. And I would if I only had ten years to live, it was like well. Give it all and do it. But I think, I think in a way, I'm almost doing that right now because I work at a job making far less than I would if I was bartending or serving. I mean, I literally make probably 30% of what I could make mm-hmm. because I'm doing a job that I'm pursuing my dreams at. And then we're also doing this podcast and I'm also working out every day to better myself. So I'm doing all that stuff right now. Right, without having to know. So this isn't. Oh, well, good for you. You can do it all right now. I'm like, this isn't a competition, (laughs) but Alex has won this podcast. Like, I'm just telling you that. I mean, I actually am living my life like that. I don't need to know I'm dying in ten years. We need to get together physically so I can like straighten you out a little bit. I think I need no more talking. I need to physically convince you 
that my way is the right way. Partner. Partner. <laughs> son. <laughs> son. What's up, son? There was a, hey, so when I used to work at this restaurant, there was this guy named Sean, and he was like, I used to call him my son, and he would call me his dad, but the only resemblance we had was that we were both white males that happened to be alive. Uh, <laughs> he was really handsome, and he's nice, and he was like the, the chick magnet at the restaurant, but I would talk in that voice. I'd be like, what's up, son? And I would like say stuff like that, and he would speak like that. And we would almost get everybody that spoke to us to speak in that language. They would just immediately start going to that weird (laughs) place. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, first of all, son, how you doing today? What's up, my brother? What's going on, (laughs) kid? Oh, goodness. Did did Ryan ever tell you I worked at a restaurant for a couple years in North Dallas? No, where? It's called Hillstone or Houston's. Okay. I wasn't a server. I was a greeter, but we still got paid pretty well because we would have you know at night you'd be on like a two-hour wait yes and they well they did not do the beeper things so you had to take names and descriptions and deal with yes. north dallas which is like old money and new money they, yeah. what, she, what she's trying to say is north dallas is an affluent neighborhood where okay. mark cuban uh jerry jones and the that rich the, guy and the um the other rich guy what the other rich guy? Oh, YMCA guy. He's dead. Yeah. Yes. Uh, there's more. There's someone richer than Jerry Jones. His football team is worth a billion dollars. No, no. But this guy might have been richer. His his uh, T Boone Pickens mm-hmm. and uh, who else? Oh, uh, we saw all, uh, all all the like. Um, Perot Ma- walked in. Bro, he's yeah, and Ma- the Mavericks. They live up there. George W. Bush. I missed him by two hours. The president? Mm-hmm. He lives. He has a house. Yeah, actually, she wrote him. You wrote a letter to him, or or, or mailed a letter to him. Because what kind of? Oh, I was doing a fundraiser through the. Well, they do something, and so yeah, we did mail a letter for that too. But this was like, um, and then who's the basketball player that said he said thank you to me? Dirk. Yeah, Dirk said thank you to me. I knew it was him before you even said that because he's well known for being super polite. It's like he leaves the restaurant and he's like. Thank you. And yeah. I was like behind a pillar cleaning off something, and he's all like, "Thank you." I'm like, he, <laughs> "Diana, he's on an episode of uh, MTV's Punked when Punked first came out, and they keep having this kid come to his table at a restaurant and ask for autographs. He he just kept signing stuff. <laughs> he didn't even get annoyed. He just kept signing and smiling." That's how nice this guy is. Wasn't yeah. he there with like two girls or something? Uh, he, I saw him a few times. He came oh. a few times there, but we had like classic American, but it was so, you know, so I mostly lived in Washington, Oregon before Texas. So I get to this restaurant in North Dallas and they're like, one of the other greeters oh. is like, yeah, so he kind of wants you to wear like blush and lipstick and eyeliner. And I'm like, I'd literally never, I don't even know if I'd ever done eyeliner before <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. they would like kind of critique your makeup because it's like north dallas and appearances everything <laughs> well if i worked there i'm screwed because i'd roll <laughs> in looking like john goodman from roseanne <laughs> but, you're, 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 but you're good like it reminded me of the good servers like what you're talking about because you treat people like people and you get to know your people yeah i the i was 
oh my goodness, like when I wait tables or when I waited tables, I always had uh, in my head, I pretended like I was waiting on my mom or my dad. I treated everybody like they were family. I tried to because the more you do that and the more you uh, remember their name and give eye contact, you're going to get bigger tips. Yeah. It's just the way it works. Yeah. If you, if you, if you know their name and you remember it and you refer to them with their first name or last name, you have a better shot at getting more tips because now you're not just a nameless uh, service industry person. You're actually someone that knows who they are and they feel like you're a human being. But it's you've science, also, you. also earned that tip by like doing yes. the work. So like you invested in them. It's not like you're scamming. You're doing no. your job well. And they're like, Hey, he does his job well. Totally. Uh, and I used to say when I served, uh, anybody can get a steak or pasta at any restaurant, but so you're not going there for the food. You're going there for the experience. So if I, if I'm your server, I want them to come back and be like, Oh, Alex, I want Alex to be my server because I'm part of the deal now. Does that make sense? Ryan? Does that make sense? You know, yeah, yeah, you yeah, could, totally. you could pretty much sell anything using that exact. Cause like when I sell supplements, I sell, I'm selling this experience of like, I'm going to help someone. So they're not walking into a store. Like what the heck do am I supposed to get? You know, like you're yeah. selling that experience and that totally. trust. I, 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 and you, and I think, um, people that actually show uh, genuine, uh, concern for if their food comes out on time or if the order is correct, or if they order stuff from you, and they get their order correct, and uh, maybe you leave a note thanking them or whatever. Because I know Nicole gets little notes in her boxes sometimes. Yeah. Those are the ones she'll order from again. Yeah. It's oh yeah. It's just the way it works. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. No. Like when Ryan was selling Tupperware, Diana. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ryan used to drive his Prius uh, out uh, with Fowler, and they were trying to sell Tupperware and Avon. Well, Ryan, Ryan had Andrew put some Tupperware underneath the tire of the Prius and uh, Ryan ran over it and it exploded and Ryan and Andrew got nervous and Andrew ran to his Corvette and uh, Ryan ran to the Prius and they drove off with exploded Tupperware all over and Ryan just acted like he didn't give a crap. He didn't clean it up, he polluted the environment, he was a terrible salesman. And this has been another episode of Fact or Fiction. <laughs> There we go. Back to fiction. Brian, remember when you were selling Avon? Wasn't that crazy? <laughs> Avon calling. <laughs> you know, you almost have a better flow with your stories when they're fake. Like you can almost lie them better. When you're like telling the truth, you almost have to think about it more. Like, what do I really think? But I can lie. No problem. Well, I, I think what I think what helps with that, Diana, is I used to do stand-up. So if I have a joke that I have in mind with the punchline, I can Mm -hmm. flow to the punchline better if I'm making it up. (laughs) But if it's it's the truth and the, just the the part of it being truth is funny, it's not real, but it's not the end. It's harder. Yeah. Because now I'm trying to make the whole thing funny when actually only part of it is funny. (laughs) But if you're making something up, the whole thing can be funny. You could just be like Ryan and then I took a nap. Uh, but this oh. is a true story. Like he would do this telling the truth. <laughs> Diana, <laughs> Ryan was famous for naps. Ryan would fall asleep. Um, you had to go to swimming practice at like five or six o'clock in the morning, right? You yeah. like go in the morning. Yes. Yes. It was. So Ryan would have to go swimming at like six o'clock in the morning, go to classes all day. Then I think they had swimming after. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Swimming twice. That's horrible. Yeah. So 
and throughout the day, you've got classes, you got lunch, you also have PE. So Ryan's working out like three times in one day. This is no joke. <laughs> By the time Ryan would get around to like actually hanging out with me in high school at about like five, six o'clock, he's nodding off. He's totally asleep. He's <laughs> out of it. He still wants to hang out, but he's not there physically. <laughs> <laughs> I know this look. Yes, just yeah. staring into space. Yes, I really I, wanted to hang out, though, because you guys yeah. were awesome. But me, I had probably showed up to school like halfway through the day because I, the, only the only class I was on time for ever was lunch. I just <laughs> wanted to make sure I was there. I'd have lunch. My grades for the classes in the afternoons were always Bs and As. All my classes before lunch were C's, D's, and F's. Because I just didn't go. I didn't go. I didn't give a crap. So if I had to retake a class that I failed in high school, they would make sure that the class was in the afternoon. <laughs> my counselor would stack my schedule that way. Wow. I believe it. In high school, you could graduate, I believe, with like 200 credits for four years. And most people would graduate with like 250 credits. They'd have 50 more. 260, 230. Out of 200 credits, I graduated with 200 credits. <laughs> nice. You the numbers don't matter. Numbers don't matter. Just you get that diploma. I got the. I was 17 years old uh, when I graduated, um, which was like pretty not that young, but pretty young. I could have easily been in Ryan's grade. Um, I always kind of wished that I had gotten held back though. Because I was like, in my mind, it was like Uncle Rico. I was like, man, if I could just play football or baseball. Because <laughs> I could have. Yeah. I should. Oh, man. I wish I would have stayed one more year. I, I would have been hitting baseball. Our football team was pretty bad, dude. Oh, my gosh. Dude, my they, 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 they did okay sometimes. And then when it started going bad, they were just like, oh, we're just going to stand here on the field. We lost. Who cares? I lettered in football junior and senior year junior year we went six and three made the playoffs the next year we went three and six <laughs> and then your senior year the year after i graduated your team went one and eight <laughs> like horrible yes very bad and sad hey uh, ryan do the ending let's get out of here i gotta go watch a movie with my girlfriend <laughs> diana thank you for doing this with us yeah, fun. I, I enjoy talking, so you can always tell me to leave. <laughs> no, it was fun. I, I like it. I like having a different opinion. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We love you. Uh, please subscribe, um, and we will uh, we'll catch you next week, a uh, Wednesday.